When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Chris. That's Shan. At Chris's house. And welcome to CZTV, the nonstop pop show. And we will be reviewing Britney Spears' fourth studio album, In the Zone. If you're wondering who we are, Shan and I have a huge range of experience in the music industry from performing on stage to working at record labels. So we have a lot of insight into this crazy music industry. Mm-hmm. And we are now on Patreon. Yay! Hey, shout out to Lily and Lisette. Thank mm-hmm. you for being on the crew. Thank you. And you can also be on the crew by coming to patreon.com slash Puffs. all right so this is our first video about britney we had a lot of requests for britney so we're finally doing it this is true so our first video together as well yes which is a little weird but (laughs) this is not our first time being together in person (laughs) we are friends outside we have been asked that before too yeah yes we, we are friends. Yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> I just met him today. This is amazing. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. Do you like Britney? I hate her. Oh. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> so can you imagine? Get out. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I was converted to the Holy Spirit when I was a young child. Uh, baby one more time was my first mm. engagement. Of course, you know, I went to Catholic school, as you know. So when I saw her, I was like, oh my God, there's someone else who's wearing like a uniform too. So I was like, oh yeah, this is great. So I got into her then. And then when I got older, I bought the Britney Spears dance game, the oh, Britney's dance group yes. or something like that. I had that on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> oh, I had it on PlayStation. See, I'm sure it's more fun on a yeah. bigger console, but yeah. Yeah, sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> <You're> not- <laughs> we out here. Um, but yeah, so ever since then, I've been really into Britney. Um, I don't think I ever got into like the drama of Britney because I was too young at the time. I was just like, music, she's so good and mm. she dances. And so, yeah, I've like, been a fan for like, I don't even know how long now. What about you? I feel like you've been old enough to understand and appreciate. I will have to shout out Darren's dance grooves. Yes, Darren. Because crazy, I think crazy and bye 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 are the first dance routines I ever oh properly God, yeah. learned. Like I, I did copy like the Spice Girls and stuff. Right. But the first real choreo was, was crazy. Johnny so yeah. Craig. Um, I have also seen Britney live a few times. Okay. And that includes the last concert she's ever done, at least at this point, which was the F1 race in Austin. Oh wow. In 2018. Okay. So She's free now. Yay. So I'm excited to see what happens or whatever she decides to do with her life. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Honestly, we were definitely not trying to talk about the drama because, you know, it's it's unfortunate for sure. So we're going to talk about all the good stuff she's done, like the In The Zone album, mm. which is really exciting. And it's been a while since we've done a uh, track by track or an album sea view, if you will. Um, the last one was the Kylie Minogue one. So definitely check that one out. It's for mm-hmm. disco. Good times. Now we will go track by track and discuss their production, vocals, and lyrics and give our ratings for each song. Yes. And <laughs> we're going to start just by talking about the album. Of course. So In The Zone <laughs> is the fourth Britney Spears studio album released in November 2003. And following the end of the hugely successful and amazing mm-hmm. Dream Within a Dream tour, which is still one of my favorite pop I shows ever. Haven't seen it yet. We will do that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was also the end of her relationship with Justin Timberlake in the summer of 2002. So Britney oh. took a much needed break and she began writing and recording the album that fall. And she wanted to experiment with different sounds and producers. Yeah. And she was really focused on the theme of being an older, confident, and sexy woman. That's right. Yes. Uh And she ended up co-writing almost the entire project. And the album has since become one of the best-selling pop albums of all time and has solidified her as a defining icon of the 2000s. That is right. Honestly, I think it is one of the the greatest albums of all time. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we're going to get started with the first single and the first track on the list, Me Against the Music. Me Against the Music was written by Britney Spears, Madonna, Christopher Stewart, which is also Tricky Stewart, Penelope Magnet, Daviso (laughs) Nikerayne. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Terry Nash, also known as The Dream, and Gary O'Brien. I am so sorry, Thabiso. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. But yes, so this is the first track and also the first single from In the Zone and during rehearsals for the iconic performance with Madonna at the 2003 MTV VMAs. Britney played a demo. And then Madonna was like, oh, yeah, let me hop on that. I mean, she asked her, but I mean, who wouldn't (laughs) hop on it, right? So Madonna went in, did her thing, and then they turned it into a proper duet. And though the song wasn't a massive hit worldwide, which blows my damn mind, Mm. in Australia, the song actually went to number one, which was held by Kylie Slow the week prior, which, 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 if you haven't checked out our episode of the evolution of Slow, definitely go check that out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And of course, in the iconic music video for me against the music the queen of and princess of pop face off in the club before the video almost ends in a kiss similar to the one the two shared at the pma yes 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 <laughs> i love me against the music i echo your sentiment i don't know why it's not more widely critically acclaimed by yeah. both critics and the general public I agree. but it's actually one of my favorite britney songs i think actually um it's a great pop song yeah funky guitar riff Mm-hmm. Back and forth with Madonna. Yes. And I love how the structure is also kind of weird. Oh my God. Yes. It has some yeah. like B choruses, A choruses. Yes. Very. That's probably my favorite thing about it. Yeah. And it's just, this is just Britney at peak confidence. Mm-hmm. And you can hear the confidence in her vocal. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's so good. I call it sweaty Britney. When Britney gets sweaty, it's always like a good song for me. Like, you know, Slave for You. She mm. had like sweaty hair thing going on. Even in this video, it was mm. like, oh my God, sweaty hair Britney. <laughs> I love sweaty hair Britney. Um, I have to just kind of shout out that dry vocal fry in the beginning. But oh, nothing in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she masters the vocal fry <laughs> yeah. for sure. Because it can get annoying, but it never is with Britney. With her, yeah. yeah. I think maybe because she's the one who kind of was just like, hey, let me do it. I mean, T Boss from TLC kind of had that whole thing going on. Mm. But in pop, had we heard it? Not really. And again, like I said, that dry little part, just, I love it. It's brilliant. Um, and I love that the guitar riff and the hip hop drums make the song really cool. And there's our, there are like rim taps. Like, I sound stupid every time yeah. I try to make a drum sound. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's great. And then I love that rapid, rapid fire pre-hook. It is just, it gives me Janet, but yeah. like if, but mm-hmm. at a higher decibel, you know. <laughs> if you know what she's saying, great. I mean, like I do, but it's from singing. It's from singing at a karaoke so many times. Oh, but that's definitely my favorite part. I was like, oh yeah. my god, that's yeah. so amazing. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you don't know what it's what she's saying, but it's provocative. It gets people going. Yeah, and like you were saying, the B choruses are very interesting because it's like, get on the floor, people lose control. It comes back around maybe again. And then mm-hmm. the bridge becomes the B chorus. Yes. And the, uh, Love it. Yeah, it's a lot. I, I mean, I think 
Madonna was a nice introduction because she kind of added that falsetto background vocals because Britney was giving you more dry, more chesty, but mm-hmm. she was giving you falsetto, which is interesting. Um, and also, I think in this song, Madonna was definitely taking a backseat, which I appreciate. I thought she was going to get on the track and be like, I am Madonna. <laughs> you know, no offense. No, <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I thought she was going to kind of jump on this and kind of just like take over, or at least Britney would be like, hey, listen, you're the queen. But I like that they were singing in tandem and Madonna was almost background vocals in a sense and only came during the bridge yes um so yeah i think she kind of takes on the sense of like i am the beat and the music that you're up against go ahead Brittany. you want to lose control i'm like ah. so she personified the music that Brittany's against so yeah that was just me kind of analyzing the lyrics or whatever Mm -hmm. but yeah the video Mm -hmm. yeah brilliant i mean you think i mean (laughs) yeah yeah, i think comparing it to Janet mm. you can feel the Janet influence for sure and yeah. just the way the whole thing is done um but the tie in the hat oh super memorable <gasps> and I love the kind of playful silly dynamic between her and Madonna that's also kind of suggestive right it's a no. good balance yeah I love Madonna like climbing all over the men in her room I think it's hilarious yes. um also the wooden walls oh my god yes Oh what a gosh. great, like, they're so simple, but they're oh. so memorable and such a good contrast to her outfit. I'm trying to think of who did the video. Was it Dave Myers who did the video? Oh my God, I kind of feel bad because usually I kind of like try to figure out who worked on it. Mm. But like, gorgeous, you're right. The set design was so on point. I'm like, well, are they in a, what is this wooden nest looking thing yes yeah and she does she did bring those back for the Vegas residency You're lucky. and I did get to go backstage um you know on, on that tour and wow. so I did get to touch them which I was like very excited about I didn't <laughs> get to you. fully reenact it the way I wanted to because <laughs> there were too many people there but my sis- I was just telling my sister I guess that I wanted to do it mm-hmm. but I just pretended I was as I touched it <laughs> 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 it's the most like endearing heartwarming story ever but, it's just, like, <laughs> um, but yeah you know what i think the video is great and the dancing is like uh, oh you know peak confidence again with britney totally yeah totally and then like you know a little shout out to Teresa espinoza of beat freaks aka you know reno reno's uh whole dance crew but i yes. watched that and i'm like that was a different time with the dancing you got from choreography you got oh. movement you got formations you got it was gorgeous. And um, honestly, I feel like no one really gives her a lot of credit. I know she doesn't sing live a lot, but the yeah. TRL performance of this, mm. she was singing live. She and was, and she was still killing it. Yes. She yeah. was like a little bit out of breath, but not so much where it's like, oh, she really can't sing. It was just like, hey, I just did a full eight count and <laughs> yeah. threw myself on the floor for watch me take it down and still saying, get on the floor. <laughs> I was like, come on. <laughs> yes. So yeah, kudos. Um, how would you rate this song? Because I feel like... I will give it a nine. Yeah. How about you? I'm actually going to match that score because okay. <laughs> I didn't want to go too high at the first song, but I love this song. I mean, Britney's discography is tough. I'm <laughs> trying to rate it against her entire back catalog. So yeah, it's going to have to be as critical as I can be. That's what I was trying to do. Same. Yes. Thank you. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the second track is I Got That Boom Boom <laughs> featuring the Ying Yang Twins. And this was done by China Royal... D'Angelo Holmes, mm. Eric Jackson, and produced by Roy Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. This is a cool one. Yeah, this one's cool. What do you think? <laughs> this song is so funny. Okay, little fun fact. I was watching the uh, ABC special that they had yes. for this album, yeah. and they had brought the Yin Yang Twins in, so they had yeah. like some B-roll of them. They're like, 
had a whole freestyle set. Oh yes, I'm this white girl. <laughs> 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 like while she was changing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Okay. <laughs> Yo, the Yin Yang Twins were super, super random. Um, but also, <laughs> I have to say, I feel like the whole crunk rap with pop singers. I don't think the collaborations feel this organic or feel this natural. Like I don't know. It's been a while since I've heard a rapper on a pop artist song without being like oh my god this is good for publicity like this one just felt really fun it just uh, felt like you know if she's down in the club in the south there's gonna be some brothers there you know what i'm saying they might be checking out a little snow bunny moment you know what i'm saying it, that kind of yeah. thing that's what it felt like <laughs> <laughs> Oops. um but yeah it just felt right um it uh, granted it could be very well strategic i mean crunk music was really hot at the time but i just felt like this one was like yeah we got the club yeah let's get it um i think the orchestral strings throughout the song is really interesting and and it goes through the hooks and i think it has an almost kind of suspenseful feel to it like cat and mm, mouse but like okay. you know because even the lyrics she's like you're watching me yeah you know so <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah i i just have to also say that the use of a timpani like the boom boom yes <laughs> it's very dramatic <laughs> i don't know if i would have done that but I respect whoever did it. <laughs> what do you think about this song? Because I feel like with the banjo, it's a lot. I like it. I'm going to yeah. be honest. I didn't love it as a kid, but um, it has grown on me a lot as I've gotten older. Um, I will agree with you. I think the Yin Yang Twins, I think, yeah, you're right. It felt very organic because they have their own separate hooks aside from just that feature right. verse. Like they have their own, yes. like their parts are almost more catchy than her part. <laughs> yeah. And then they have the intro and then they have yeah. like, you know, various hooks before they even get to yeah. the bridge. Yes. So it actually does feel like a proper collaboration and actually, they actually seemed interested in the song and in the studio, you know, yeah. they're actually like, not just a, a feature verse. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, I love the banjo mixed with hip hop beats. I think that's really cool. Um, and I think this is a great showcase of her vocal tone. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's very sultry, it's yeah. confident. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think the whole track is actually really good. It has grown on me quite a lot. And I think it was almost a single as well. Oh, I can see which that. Which I think it should have been compared to Outrageous, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> any other thoughts on the track? Oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Throughout this album and throughout Britney's career, we will always get a good ad lib. You know, like in K-pop, it's more frequent now to hear like an ad lib, like, you know, like, yeah, da, 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 yeah, da, 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 you know, yeah. Britney was doing that already. Yes. I have to say, I love a good pop ad lib. I feel like pop stars don't do this anymore. Um, her little comments are great. Like, you know, I am like so sexy. Oh, why are you so sexy? Yes. <laughs> throughout person? throughout a lot of her back catalog, <laughs> right. she loves those little like ad libby yes. sound bites. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah it yeah, kind of yeah, just yeah. makes it feel a lot more uh how you say, like inner thoughts with your friends and well, mm -hmm. you know. And also, um, you know, I'm probably gonna go through a little bit of like a lyrical deep dive in a lot of these songs. Yeah. But um, I mean, if we think about where Britney was at the time, she was getting scrutinized a lot, you know, the Diane Sawyer interview and all this other crap going on. Um, the song sounds like it's just about Britney and the curb. I get it. Um, but I feel like if we kind of look at it and kind of dissect it a little bit more, uh, it's kind of like Britney's aware of her sexuality, but instead of being, you know, ashamed of it and be like, oh my God, I have to over explain. She's claiming it. Like I got the boom, boom with your looking self. I got it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Keep looking. And again, um, once again, shout out to the Ying Yang Twins. Um, bridge section. That was fun. But yeah, um, overall though, I think I would give the song like a little bit lower. I will give it like a 7.5. Honestly. Okay. okay, I will give it an eight. Okay, not bad. Up next, we have 
Showdown, mm. written by Brittany, Christian Carlson, Pontus Winberg, Henrik John Back, Kathy Dennis, who also did Kylie's tracks, <laughs> and it's also <laughs> produced by Bloodshy and Avant, uh, or Ad Avant. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... <laughs> This song, I have to be really honest, maybe because I was too young to really know what was happening with the album. I didn't know this song was <laughs> Okay. So I was like, oh, what's this? This is nice. This is nice. Um, I think this one's interesting because she's she she's like, I am the drama. I'm causing it. She's like, sometimes I just love to have it out. It's just something a girl's gotta do. Um, I, I like that. Like I bring the chaos. And lyrically, the song definitely has a whole, you know, oh, let's let's break up and make up, you know. Um, I feel like she she's really <laughs> trying to test this guy. She literally says one last test and she's trying to get under his skin so that she mm -hmm. gets, you know, he gets under hers. Mm. Oh, yeah. And the <laughs> The two are definitely having a quarrel, uh, but the tension seems to be like a turn on for her. You know, she's like, mm. we're arguing right now, but oh, can you like fix my zipper? You know, something about it just feels very like, I don't know, because she says people are watching, but they're going to keep arguing. And then in the bridge, talking about screaming and yeah. chit chatting. So again, I feel like you're giving me that look like. No, I think she's <laughs> just like teasing, you know? I, she could be teasing. Yeah. The screaming thing, that's what kind of took me away from it. Like him mm. half naked, I get. Mm. But like, we're screaming. Are you screaming? <laughs> like, I got lovers quarrel. Yeah. Well, I actually have to say, this is one of my favorites from the album. Uh, um, I think I love the mysteriousness of it. Mm -hmm. And I love the, well, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, who else could do that? It's like, a, what's a random sound, you know? <laughs> I don't even know how to do it, you know? Oh, but yeah. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, it's so, it's kind of weird. Yes. But yeah. it really works and I love it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think there's an interesting dynamic between kind of tightness and relaxation mm. in the production. Mm -hmm. Like, the blips are very, like, quick and staccato. Uh, but then her delivery is also very, like, soft and whispery. Mm -hmm. So to me, the song feels like foreplay. Right? Uh, oh. Right? <laughs> she was at the club. Now she's been a man. Yeah. And then now it's foreplay. <laughs> and then that leads into the next song, which makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it actually feels like that because yeah. she talks about the showdown, but the showdown doesn't actually happen in mm -hmm. this song. It's mm -hmm. just here comes the showdown. Right. Right. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. Got you. Yes. Gotcha. Um, okay. But yes, as a dancer. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've always wanted to choreograph to this and I never Why have. You? I mean, it just never, it never. <laughs> But it was never the right situation for it. So yeah. I'm retired now. So that's never going to happen. But as a dancer, there are so many <laughs> yeah. interesting sounds in this. So many things you could hit. Yeah. So many cool musicality moments. And yeah, so. No, I agree with you I for sure. This. Musically, I think yeah. it's interesting. I think the bubbling that you mentioned remind me of Nine Inch Nails is a... Uh closer like oh yes just okay. very light version very mm -hmm. light version um and I, like you said the layering of the vocals are really nice and i like how tight the vocal production is like even if it's whispery every yes. single whisper is very much on the beat yes nothing's out of place um but yeah it's very enticing which kind of contrasts with the confrontational major air quotes here lyrics yeah. um and i like the little dance hall ting going on in the the guitar. Mm -hmm. I will say that. I like the little, but there's definitely a lot of genre blending here on this album for yes. sure, which makes me kind of like, hmm, okay, this album's getting better and better and better. And so when I was rating this, it was kind of, it's kind of, it was kind of tough. What was, what is your rating first? But <laughs> I will give it a 9.5. <laughs> yeah. How about I was, you? I wasn't that high. I was like an 8.5. Yeah. I love this song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> On me, written by Steve Anderson, Lisa Green, 
Stephen Lee, and produced by Mark Taylor. The track is widely known as Britney's best track amongst the fan base. You're going to do the whole thing like that? <laughs> no. And clearly she agrees. I mean, the track has made an appearance on multiple tours, including her Vegas residency, which is awesome. And also in 2016, Britney did a music video shoot by makeup artist Glenn Nutley and posted it on her Instagram. And in it, she looks freaking amazing. She's wearing a black bikini and actually has on body tattoos. She's always kind of like mm. had a little rock going on with her pop. I always like that. Yes. Her. Um, and this song is a Euro trance ambient techno song with a little bit of trip hop influences yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well first before we talk about the song (laughs) let's shout out steve anderson we just did the episode on kylie (laughs) slow and he is her music director and he has worked with britney i think aside from this track as well so Mm -hmm. yes steve Steve, awesome work (laughs) yes um anyway i love breathe on me Mm -hmm. this is clearly a fan favorite and i agree yeah it's a perfect showcase of britney at her very best Mm-hmm. she sounds amazing yes. it's sexy she's feeling it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. again we talked about the vocal fry before but the vocal fry in this is perfect it's just enough yeah and um, yeah it's actually you know people always give the divas you know they always yeah. like oh Brittany can't sing she's not a diva she's mm-hmm. not like kelly clarkson or right. you know, all those people right but it can actually be very difficult to do these long extended yes. notes in such a breathy way yes, um, yes. and make it sound good. Yeah. You're so, right. you know, kind of just piggyback, piggybacking off what you said. I was listening to Mar- Mariah on the way to your house and Mar- Mariah always kind of sings like this mm-hmm. a little bit, but because Mariah has a little bit more of a powerhouse delivery, people think, Oh yeah, the whispering, it's okay. To sing like this is quite difficult. It is hard to sit there and pass air and sing at the same time and maintain the melody. So mm-hmm. keep the pitch. So again, and yes, this did give me Kylie. Um, you know, Steve yeah. did write confide in me and this is breathe on me. So I mean, it just makes sense. <laughs> it just makes sense. And honestly, I think that a Kylie ex Britney moment needs to happen. I don't know why it hasn't happened. Like there's been a like a drag queen kind of being Britney while Kylie performed with her. So oh. that was cute. Um, but that's it. Um, the stars haven't aligned yet, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I read somewhere that this was actually a, a demo for Kylie, but then something had happened. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I guess Steve, Steve, would you care for an interview to clarify this? Um, <laughs> but yeah, apparently uh, someone came in and was like, hey, listen. <laughs> I'll take it and just brought it to Brittany, which is great because it worked out really nicely. And the whole like the line about, you know, oh, it's so hot. I need some air. Don't stop because I'm halfway there. I'm like, excuse me, halfway where? Again, this song has that same feel that slow has where it's like, we're not really doing anything, but we could uh-huh. be. And I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. Um, and also there's a <laughs> there's a line where she says, like, put your lips together and blow. Right. Yeah. So there's a movie um, with Lauren McCall. And it's, uh, I think it's called To Have and Have Not. And after kissing a man and telling her, telling him, hey, if you ever need me, just just whistle. I'll be here, essentially. She told him, you're like, you know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? Just put your lips together and blow. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you know the whole old actress. Yes, um, yes. And the lyric about monogamy is the way to go. I was crying because, I mean, think about it. Like right now in this whole like open throuple poly business of love going on. <laughs> like, can you imagine someone being like, monogamy is the way to go, boy? People like, <laughs> preachy, preachy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is about her connection with one person. I know, but it's just so yeah, funny. Because yeah. back then, <laughs> back then, just saying, yeah, monogamy, single dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not single dumb. Like one person was like, oh, she's so yeah. pure. Um, but yeah, the breathing on me thing, if she would release this now, it would be hilarious, especially with, you know, 
Yeah. Oh, anti-vaxxer anthem. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But yes, um, I said I was going to like try to analyze some of these lyrics, but yeah. I feel like the Holy Spirit just wants us to feel. She says this is something to get you in the mood. And I was in the mood when I was listening to this song. Yeah. I kind of like it. Like you said, it is like slow where it's like not actually about doing anything. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's totally about just the connection with another person. <laughs> <It's like pantomime>. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, I think I love the overall production. It's very mm-hmm. atmospheric. Yeah. And there are really subtle harmonies and use of octave layers, especially mm-hmm. in the second mm-hmm. verse, which are really beautiful mm-hmm. um, and quite subtle as yeah. well. And again, I think we we're talking about the little sound bites before yeah. all the little breaths in the, in the background oh God, yeah. and stuff really add to the sexiness <laughs> of all of it. Yeah. Um, and the final build is very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, it's quite subtle the way the whole thing builds, but the, that kind of high kind of in the yeah, bridge like into that atmospheric and like oh, yes it's like yes, cathartic yes very mm-hmm. there's a release yes yeah. a release <laughs> um also <laughs> she has performed it like we said multiple times and she even included it in her billboard medley in 2016 oh, so clearly she really yes. does love the track um but we did watch the onyx hotel tour together yes. a while back yes and so this had a very scandalous right. performance but yeah you 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 were right i feel like it wasn't i feel like back then it may have been scandalous but like now now that's nothing <laughs> she could do that on yeah. an award show and no one would think anything can you imagine oh my yeah. gosh she took off her yeah I mean. and like she could make out with like they'd be like oh she only made out with one person you know like, it would be like <laughs> yeah 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 the performances were really steamy they had like guys gay guys or gay moments quote unquote yeah. like you know like same-sex couples dancing together so yes again In 2004 mm-hmm. so that's awesome yeah yes but yeah honestly i think this song is top tier so what do you write it? <laughs> um, I would give Breathe On Me a 9.5. I can't even say a 9.5. Oh my God, that's blasphemy. All the fans are going to hate you for only giving it a 9.5. I mean, okay. Because I will clearly give it a 10. <laughs> this is one of her best songs in her entire discography. You know what? You're right. <laughs> I'm keeping it a 9.5 though because I just feel like... I wanted a little bit more of a oh moment from her, but that's not her vocal. That's not her thing. That's not her thing to go like. It's not her thing to do. That. Oh, because <laughs> Kylie um, gave me a little. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, better than that. <laughs> the fifth track on the album is "Early Morning," and this was done by Britney Spears, Christopher Stewart. That'd be so. How'd you say this before? Nick Hermanya. Thank you, Penelope Magnet. And produced by Trickster and Moby. Is this the artist Moby? That's cool. I think so. And Trickster is also Tricky Stewart. I don't know oh, if okay, he okay. changed it to Trickster, but respect. Got it. <laughs> um, anyway, so now she's had a man breathe on her. <laughs> and now it's the morning. Don't you love it? This is such a cool story. It's a, it's a story, the first half of the album. Um, True. Anyway, I think this track is awesome. Mm. Because shout out to Penelope Magnet, first off, mm. on that chorus with Britney. Oh my God, you read my mind. Yeah, because I think it's, I usually kind of find it weird when you have mm. like someone else featured so heavily on a song. But in this case, I think it actually adds a really interesting depth to the chorus. Yeah. And it almost makes it feel even more groggy. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, you know, when you wake up in the morning, your voice <laughs> isn't fully there. And then you kind of <laughs> might sound like someone else. So it almost is like that in that way. Um, ah. But the overall production is mm-hmm. awesome yeah. because it really does feel like a groggy morning. Mm-hmm. The reverb, that repetitive bass line, that extended flute just all feels like you're waking up. 
morning after very hangover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. And you know what? You read my mind. I put it in my notes. No one really does it anymore where I get, it's like, oh, it's a foreign voice, but it's nice to have it. And I was like, I, I think I actually put, I was like, oh no, I don't hear Britney fully, but it's a good thing almost too. It's like, it's nice. Also, she wrote the song. Why the heck not? She's mm-hmm. not pulling a JLo. It's okay. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> and you're right. The bassline and the boom bapness of the drums make the song sound really cool and almost carefree, right? So even though she's recalling a hookup that may have been seen as shameful back in the day, but even as she's telling the story, the narration is like, about being messy and wanting to change her ways, but like everyone is, like, everyone is like claiming, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Everyone says that, right? Everyone's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm never drinking again. But in this song, she's like, girl, listen, this happened. I met this guy named Joe, and I said, what the hell? Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know. So at this point, she's kind of owning it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the song is really fun because it does have ad libs like her actually yawning. Yes. So- <laughs> yes love it yeah. and yeah. her giggling that is so funny mm-hmm. right so it's very lighthearted. the the electric zapping is interesting because i'm like hmm, what's that i don't know who decided to put that there um and i like the rappy kind of bridge that she was oh i thought i find the bridge kind of weird oh really it, it was conversational to me because it was like one of those things where she was telling a story more in this song as opposed to like yeah i dated this guy and it didn't work out yeah, you yeah. know and then the next night we had a one night stand this one was like i had the one night stand this is how i met him the second one was like you know i could possibly do it again so the bridge kind of wraps that in where it's like you know call your friends let's do it again the tagline comes in again mm. so i was like it was weird to me at first too but then i was like let me read the lyrics well i think the cadence <laughs> of it is a little weird. oh <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i mean to think both but i think also like the execution <laughs> of it is also a little strange it was like dun, 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 dun. yeah and it kind of just takes yeah. me out of the groggy morning a little bit that's tina marie honestly yeah. she gave me tina marie in that part because tina used to rap like this and the bridge pops like this and that's what she kind of <laughs> sounded like so the delivery was a little bit too okay. funky okay yeah so yeah yeah mm-hmm. but yes um i have to say though easily you really like the song i didn't give it a high rating Okay, so what do you give it? Damn, I was going to ask you first. (laughs) Um, I actually gave it like an eight. Oh, yeah, I'll give it an eight. Okay, good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually pretty high. That's a B or B minus. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's high. Um, Yeah, no, I'm sad we've never gotten a performance of this. I I think it would be interesting to see what would happen. Yeah, you know, she would act it out to her theatrics. So (laughs) (laughs) the sixth track on the album is Toxic. Yes. And this was done by Kathy Dennis, Christian Carlson, Pontus Winberg, Henrik Jonbeck, 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 and produced again by Bloodshy and Avant. Mm-hmm. And this was released as the second single from the album and is arguably Britney's most famous track yeah. alongside Baby One More Time mm-hmm. for the general public. And to continue with the Kylie Minogue connections, this song was definitely originally offered yes. for Kylie yes. um, for her body language album, but she did turn it down. Um, but no. you know, it was meant to be. I know, but damn, because you got slow. True. Yeah. Could you imagine if slow and toxic were on the same album? Boy, I would have melted. <laughs> <laughs> and the track won Britney her first and only Grammy for best dance recording. Disrespectful. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> and the music video was directed by Joseph Kahn and features Britney as a secret agent. Secret agents on a secret mission. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, you know, I know a lot of general. A lot of stands of Britney mm. think Toxic is overrated and they do judge people when they say Toxic is their favorite song. But come on, guys. It's okay. a bop. It's amazing. You it's fucking amazing. <laughs> I'll bleep that out. <laughs> you know what? I think because it was very much, quote unquote, overplayed at the time, it may come across as overrated. I mean, I think I remember 
reading somewhere that during this promotional period, they were they were showing uh, the album in theaters, like little trailers. They were promoting it with like soda soda tops being the songs, and then even she, I think she had like a hundred plus interviews during this whole promotional period. I mean, like Britney was everywhere, right? Right. So, and then on top of that, you see this video. Joseph Kahn in the early 2000s was absolutely amazing. Did all Janet's, not all Janet's video, but like the really iconic ones, yeah. right? So when you see this video, you're thinking, okay, she's just a spy. But at the time it was like, first of all, she's something else other than blonde. She's half butt naked wearing rhinestones. So the, the cultural impact I think was what like made a lot of people say, oh my God. And on top of that, this song is unlike anything I've heard in a really long time, like since then. And even now I listen mm -hmm. to it and I'm like, are we ever going to get some random Pangra Diwali like Bollywood moment like yes. this? Are we ever going to get a dance break? Are we ever going to get a song literally about how bad a guy is, but so damn sexy? Cause you're like, girl, get your man, get your man. Like this song is really, I think altogether, like composition wise, lyrically, even vocally, something pretty solid. So sorry fans. Yeah. Sorry fans. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of the Bollywood string sample, yeah. it is so iconic mm -hmm. like shout out to whichever of these producers decided to do that right because it's so wow like yeah. so cool and i love it mixed with the kind of whomping bass and the mm -hmm. very dramatic guitar strum mm -hmm. um just a really really great production yeah um and i think yeah, she sounds great again yeah. on this. Like that, this is a hard song to sing. I don't know if anyone's it ever is. tried to sing this at karaoke, but it it's tough. No one sounds good. <laughs> Baby, can't you see? After that, I'm gone. Yeah, that part's fine. It's the too hot, you know. Too oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then people attempt that bridge, you know. Kylie could have done it. No, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and I love a good outro mm -hmm. and intoxicate me now. Love it. Yes. This is a good pop outro. But yeah, so the music video, mm -hmm. I don't think I ever get bored yeah. of watching this video. Yeah. Um, and again, she is just peak confidence here. Totally. And every single scene, every single outfit is just uh, awesome. Mm -hmm. um, a few years ago, I did go to a spy museum oh. and I got to do like, a, you know, the, the laser lasers. thing. <laughs> yeah. I was very slow, but I was just pretending to be Britney the whole time. Obviously. <laughs> I was really slow. Yeah, I was not good at it. I was <laughs> shout out to Brian Friedman for choreographing that whole section. And also shout out to Britney because when I was younger, I didn't know that she actually had done gymnastics until I read it in a book somewhere. Uh, when she did that back handspring, I was like, is that a double? But then I watched the be the MTV making yeah the video and she did the back handspring in them ugly ass kitten hills i was like go off <laughs> go off and also there's some there's there's a section of the video that has been cut out like joseph khan was worried that they were going to be too steamy and they were they actually only kind of played the video during the nighttime um during those slots but there's a scene with martin the main actor he's in the shower making out with the girl that he's cheating on Brittany with so um, I thought that was interesting. They cut that part out. I happened to just see it. I'm like, why is that scene not in the video? You know? Um, but yes, this song is definitely really one of those songs where I'm like, I'll listen to it over and over again. And I think a lot of people don't realize the little moments in the the pitch changing with the 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 da -na. in the second verse, it changes the da -na 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 -na. Mm. there's mm -hmm. literally a freaking bass line. You know what I'm saying? So things like that are really interesting. And then the whole bridge is different. Like yes. this song is just good. The vocoder moment at the end of the bridge and then the 
instruments kind of change a little bit more. You get more of like these weird zappy wong, wong sounds. So again, really good. Sorry, fans. Could you blame anyone? <laughs> 10 out of mo freaking 10. Just like yes, definitely a <laughs> okay. 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Why'd I act that? How like can I didn't it know. not be? Intoxicating <laughs> yeah. now. I love it. Number seven on the album is Outrageous by Arsenelli, produced by Arsenelli, Tricky Stewart, and Penelope Magnet. And the label wanted this to be the first single, but Britney pushed for me against the music instead, thankfully. And the song was also selected to be the theme for Halle Berry's Catwoman, but eventually that fell through. Mm, I mean, luckily. So while the shooting was never completed for the video, there is a version with Snoop Dogg who was featured, uh, some other like dance clips here and there unfortunately uh they have some footage but not a lot yeah. Brittany did injure her left knee and they had to cancel the rest of the shoot and the remaining dates of her onyx hotel tour um i remember watching like a true e hollywood story about this or something and they mentioned that she injured her knee and i'm like what she does back handsprings and all this other stuff what yeah. took her out did she slip I don't think they ever show what actually happened. Okay, because I was like, yeah. this woman has done everything and gone up the stairs, gone down the stairs, has water, you yeah. know? She gets on her knees. I just, I mean, if you think about it, she's, if you think about <laughs> it, her career has been very taxing on her knees anyway. So oh, yeah. I think it was one of those things where it's like wear and tear kind of just got to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just... <laughs> Side note. Um, But yeah, so Robert and Tricky and Penelope really did their thing with the song. I mean, the song is very lyrically aware of who it's for, right? I feel like if they were all in the room, they weren't like, oh, let's be good for Kylie. No, it's good for Christina. No, Britney. This is great for Britney. Like, I feel like they were all kind of just riding with her. And I feel like it's perfect because she was always criticized for being really sexy. Again, she had the Esquire covers and people were like, oh my God, the Rolling Stone covers. So people Mm -hmm. thought she was just outrageous for lack of a better word and she always complained about the paparazzi in, in media so this song is kind of sarcastic and declarative it's like oh my god when i'm wearing my sexy jeans outrageous when i'm doing this outrageous you yeah. know so it's kind of it's kind of sarcastic but also like hey yeah at this point i know get over it um and she calls the whole situation of her life a freak show and she says during the verses she says that she jumps over the drama and just keeps it pushing mm. um and i think it's really interesting because she's singing to a guy like I have all this stuff going on but you know can you handle this because even at the bridge it's like really emotional and she's like I just want you to understand this is who I am this is my truth don't Mm. believe what you hear I'm like okay storytelling Mm. again I will give it to Robert yeah he can write I agree I think actually (laughs) I agree I think the lyrics are actually very clever Mm. um but I don't actually love the actual song and I think also though I am biased because I think the song just gives bad vibes Mm. overall because you first Mm. off at the involvement of our smelly um and then of course RCA wanted this to be the first single (laughs) you and also the doomed music video you know like everything regarding this song is just like cursed yeah it's cursed it's a cursed song yeah um so yeah and yeah i don't know i mean like i said i think it's clever lyrically but also just like melodically (laughs) especially after this album that has had some really awesome melodic moments it's just like outrageous blah 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 outrageous blah 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 blah. i don't know they're just like (laughs) it's not that interesting yeah like melodically like yeah yeah i think the middle eastern influences in the production are interesting Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and i like the bridge where suddenly it gets very dynamic yeah um and i like the fatia in the back oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) like those come out of nowhere but i like it um you know what that's that's another thing that robert is known for um like taking all the stuff aside the man can write a song and around this time the hip-hop r 
R&B, hip, uh, Middle Eastern influence was really prevalent. So I think it was kind of what he did. Yeah, you yeah. know. So it just sounded, you can even hear him on the backing vocals. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear him on the backing vocals. So again, like he likes to, when he puts his stamp on something, he, he nastily licks it and puts it. Mm. You know, <laughs> not a great analogy, but you know, <laughs> at this point, at this point, I don't like this man. That's why I'm calling him Robert. Um, but yeah, he definitely has a sound and he definitely gave it to Britney in the sense of like, bam, this is definitely an R. Kelly production. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is like you said, kind of takes away from all this pop R&B electro just cohesiveness from the other side of the album on, right. on either side of the album, actually, of this of this one song. So, yeah, I agree with you on that in that sense, in that video. They dressed her like, <laughs> like you know, the '90s films where the where the where the kids like dress up to play hip hop or rap yes. or something. I'm yeah. mad they dress her up like a wigger. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was in Queens <laughs> and like yeah. her licking Snoop Dogg. It's just like I, that video again. This Girl. song is just doomed. It yeah. should never have been a single. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, but um, I give it Ooh. a five. How about you? I was gonna give it a six. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no. Okay, so touch my hand. Touch my hand. And this was done by Britney Spears, Jimmy Harry, Balewa Muhammad, and Shep Solomon. And it was actually the first song that was recorded for the album. Oh, that's cute. So it set the tone, which makes sense. You know, it's Mm. about her being older and, you know, sexy, owning her sexiness. Her being older. I mean, she's owning her sexiness. Okay, that part. Yeah. So whenever I hear the song, mm-hmm. I just think of the Onyx Hotel performance, mm-hmm. which I think is more scandalous than the Breathe on Me one. You yeah. Know? It doesn't have the makeout section, but it has, you know, the security watching her. Right. The bathtub. Yeah, very voyeuristic. The dancers on the bed, like, mm-hmm. writhing. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. How um, old was she at the time? Like, 22, 22 maybe right? 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <gasps> so young. So yeah. Yeah. And so much like Breathe On Me, the song has made an appearance in a few of her tours as well, including mm-hmm. the Vegas residency and again in the Billboard 2016 medley. Mm-hmm. And so I've had the pleasure of seeing her perform this multiple times. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I love this one. Um, it's very, very confident. I think mm-hmm. even now there aren't many songs about pleasuring yourself. Yeah, stimulation, dancing yeah. with oneself. Um, yeah. So I appreciate her confidence for that um (laughs) and yeah i think the synthy baseline is awesome the use of strings is really cool Mm -hmm. and you know i often complain about drum choice in pop songs but this one's perfect yeah you do (laughs) this one's perfect um and yeah the overall the overall production is just very lush Mm -hmm. again a lot of really cool layers of really beautiful harmonies Mm -hmm. and the whole way it's mixed it feels like it's further back almost. Um, so it feels more internal. Yeah. Which, you know, the whole point. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's a really, really cool track. And I, I my highlight mm. is ad libs at the end in her head voice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. I can't do the run that she did. Cause it was kind of. Yes. And altered. then the production, you know, slowly calms down after that. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Just really well thought out. Yeah, man. I, yeah. For people who can't see, I'm rubbing my hands together because I literally have like this lovely analogy as to why the music is doing what it's I doing. Mean, yeah, I think, you know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> side note, I wouldn't. Um, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> Janet's All For You album, is that you? I mean, when I heard this, I was like, oh, this is giving me very much the All For You tour 
um, Hawaii, mm. the lights, the yes. you know, I'm happy for that. I love really, I like the song's production for sure. Um, it's a mixture of digital synths and Eastern elements. So there's a Chinese stringed element. I don't know the name yeah, of it. Some East Asian. I don't know if it's, I think it's called yeah. a era, era, era. I can't, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um, if you know what it is, holla at your girl and your boy in the comments. Um, but yeah, so I think this is really interesting because the combination makes the song sound super majestic in the beginning, like you said, and then they're also in the transitions. And then when the bridge comes back around, it's like, Ooh, there it is swelling again. But like I said, you do have those digital kind of interesting moments where it's like, is this like a download? It just feels very electric in certain oh. points. Um, so it's the combination of like analog and digital sounds. I thought that was interesting because I was like, oh, this is giving, <laughs> this is giving something. I'm not sure though. It kind of reminded me a little bit of J-pop because even with like the vocoder, or, like the filter that's on her voice during the, the, the bridge, it just reminds me of sexy avatars. Um, I don't know why. It's just like, is it, is it? <laughs> Come on, you don't hear the sexy avatar. Whatever, like you know, those little <laughs> no, no, not the blue people, the like the no, like I you know, know, like I know, like Club Penguin, but like <laughs> like, like the some... blue people. No, I know, I know what types of avatars you're talking. You about. know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I just yeah, feel yeah. like it just it's just really interesting. And then even like with the pre-hook and the choruses, I do I do hear other vocalists, probably the songwriters as well. Yeah, um, it's not an attack on her vocals. It just makes me think of like muses or like fairies in the in the in a forest like a digital download forest like a mm -hmm. vr forest again i'm getting very like pink and pretty but like artificial again the strings make it natural but then all these like digital sounds kind mm. of people are going to be like, what the hell is she talking about but again i just get very digital and majestic and i think the music when it does start to kind of go down it just reminds me of the release after one's you know the the refractory period if you will <laughs> So the refractory period. That's, that's what good. That's what it's called. You know, is that that's like scientifically what it's called? Yeah, it's called the refractory oh, period. Interesting. And We're learning so much today. Yes, indeed. Again, um, it's the strings at the end are the strings at the end are definitely magnificent, and I love that she was singing in her lower register throughout the song. So mm -hmm. again, I'm just saying, downloadable sex stream thing going on here like a self-stimulating i'll teach myself how to fly thing the face that he's giving me y'all can't see it but if you if you agree with me a little bit in the comments let me know i'm probably making it sound way too romantic at this point like for, for all i know the song could be about a vibrator i don't know but like <laughs> that would actually make more sense but sure um okay so i will give it a nine how about you i will give it an 8.5 yes listen i'm trying to romanticize it but i think the song is just about a vibrator i tried <laughs> That's right. Up next is The Hookup by Britney Spears, Christopher Stewart, Tricky, Fabiso Nekerane, and uh, Penelope Magnet. Sir, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, I'm so sorry. Mm. Um, let's get started with you. What, do you. what do you think about this song? I love The Hookup. This is also one of my favorite <laughs> performances from the Onyx Hotel. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. It's so good. Uh, but yeah, love the dance holly vibe of this. Mm -hmm. I love dance hall in general. Yeah. So I would love to learn choreo to this. Mm -hmm. Um. And yeah, just the way the chorus is, it's just made for dancing too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, why you waste? Yeah. Back it up now. Oh, yeah. The bridge in this, again, the bridges in this album are really good. Oh God, yes. It gets very melodic again and, yeah. some, and a little emotional also. Mm -hmm. um, and then her vocal delivery completely switches up for that part too, which mm -hmm. really shows her range. Yes. Um, so yeah, shout out to the bridge. And also, again, just multiple, multiple hooks. <laughs> yeah. there's like two more bridges after that more emotional yeah. 
bridge, the yeah. first one, mm-hmm. and they're all equally catchy, which is just like awesome. Um, yes. And yeah, I think also because the chorus itself is quite simple with the back it up now, yeah. but they build it up with layers and, mm-hmm. and, and different. Yeah. Just they add a lot of dynamic in yeah. a way and keeps it interesting. I know you're right. Yeah. I think because there's outside vocalists as well, it just kind of make it feel, makes it feel like we're at a party. Mm. I'm like in the beginning, that's clearly a woman of color singing in the beginning. Cause I was like, there's a lot of soul in Britney's voice right now, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then there's like a, uh, some, some guys speaking Patois in the beginning, which is really funny. Talking about some right upon the wind, <laughs> right upon the rhythm. I was like, who is this man? <laughs> but I do believe it may have been maybe one of the producers of the yeah. songwriters on um, this song reminds me of, a. Uh, I forgot what the title is, but it goes. It's okay. Here's the thing. I do not know the title of the song and I know it's a rap track. If you know what it is, let me know. Yes. You know, I'm not going to look at my phone right now. Should I look at my phone right now? No. Okay. We're not going to look at my phone right now. <laughs> but yeah, it goes. It's meant to kind of have a Middle Eastern kind of feel to it. Right. Um, I forgot what the rapper was. Anyway. I bring that up because this whole song has the whole dance hall feel, but it also has Middle Eastern influence in again. Yes. And then even in the bridge right after, there's a breakdown where it's just like. She's doing the same thing. So the song reminds me of that song. And I think maybe they, I think the producers are the same producers. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. um, I think it's very fun. Uh, the song is more communal in sense where it's like, everyone's at the party. And I feel like it feels, it feels good. Like sequentially, she's been singing about a guy and then singing about a toxic romance. And then, you know, it's like, well, I'll take care of myself. So now she's done taking care of herself and she wants to go out and have a really good time. So I think it's interesting that it was placed like right after um, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this is back when sequencing was so important. Oh my now God. people don't listen to albums in order. <gasps> this is true. Yeah. This is so true. Wow, we are criticizing. Um, yeah. So yeah. Old. yeah, totally. You know, there's a saxophone in the song too, which is really random. I was like, there's a lot of random things here. Um, but yeah, uh, this one didn't grab me as much though. I'm not gonna lie, but mm. I do remember saying that I like the bridge, um, the, oh. pros, the post bridge rap part, and then that breakdown before, before the final chorus, the one that's like. Or it is very fun. Um, lyrically, the song isn't too heavy. It's very fun, Brittany. Um, you know, I love it by myself. Now I want to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. We're here yeah. for it. I like, yes. oh, side note. Did you notice that she had a little bit of like a, a little kind of Jamaican papa when she yes. was singing? <laughs> Influence was fully there. Yeah, they were like, yes. hey, do it like this. She said, Okay. <laughs> Love it. Yes. I will say this is another one where it wasn't my favorite, you know, when it first came out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but since watching the performances and stuff, it's grown a lot on me and it's become one of my favorites. So I'm... I'll give it a nine. Oh, you know, that might happen to me if I like, watch more performances or I, I don't remember a performance with this one. Yeah. But yeah, for now, I actually just gave it a eight. Yeah. That's still high. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to take things slow and we're going to do shadow which was done by Britney Spears, Lauren Christie, Scott Spock, Graham Edwards, and Charlie Midnight, who are collectively known as The Matrix. Yeah. Which I think of, when I think of The Matrix, I think of like Skater Boy, you know, and complicated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this isn't what I wanted from them. But I know they've done other stuff too. But anyway, um, (laughs) you know, I'm going to be honest here. We've talked a lot lot about the Onyx Hotel tour today. Yes. And this song wasn't great 
than that. Oh yeah, no, I remember that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it has actually kind of made me like the song less, just because I always think of how tough it was for her to sing it live. Yeah, this one isn't. Um, this isn't fair to her. Yeah, and it also isn't that dynamic. Or maybe it's too dynamic. I'm not sure, but... Yeah, I will say the production is interesting. It's definitely not a typical ballad Mm -hmm. production. It's very (laughs) alien-like. Yeah. A lot of synths and blips and bloops, you know? Yeah. And then the percussion is very deep and haunting, which is cool. Mm -hmm. And then I think it gets more kind of classic ballad-y for the chorus, right? Yeah. So it is kind of an interesting production. Yes. And I think the production is more interesting than the song. You know, I, I, you know, honestly, I don't have much to kind of like combat that. Usually I'm like, yeah, but maybe there's a reading. Honestly, the song sounded almost too, uh, too out of this world for the very terrestrial problem she was having with this man, or maybe just a terrestrial delivery. I don't know. Something about it was just very on the nose and just like, meh, like, you know, oh, you know, you give me some, but not a lot. And, and the lyrics were just very, just. A, B, yeah. C, D, E. Just very juvenile for me, yeah. honestly. Um, I think with the whole breakup situation with Justin, it made it a little bit more like understandable why she may have chosen that song and, you know, feeling that distance between them and missing him and parasocial relationships, of course. But I mean, if I were to kind of use that as like a reason as to why it may have been on the track list, this would be a good reason, right? Um, but honestly, it just felt a little um, obligatory more than actually making sense, mm. especially when you think about like, what happens after like on the, on the album, you know, what song comes next. Right. So um, I just, it gives me a little bit like, and I know it's supposed to be a power ballad. I get it, but it gives me like very OST original soundtrack, Mandy Moore, just very okay. much like Mandy Moore would I know she was sing singing a better song than this. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry, Mandy, Mandy, you're amazing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But again, like the lyrics are just a little bit not that. Mm. And I hate that high pitched swell into the chorus like that. Oh. Mm. A little cheesy. Oh, yeah. 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 I agree. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I, I wonder how this would sound, right? Mm. If like a Christina sang this mm. or something. Yeah. This is okay. where you kind of do get the limitations on Britney's vocal ability. Yeah. Because she is great at the dancier stuff, but yeah, this is really not her. Not. Yeah, her she needs strongest. more melisma for this yeah. one. Yeah. Um. So, what do you rate it? I gave it a six. Yeah. You're going to go lower? Yeah. Maybe a 5.5. She has better ballads than this. She does, but this is like the lower score you've given? No. No, outrageous. Brave New Girl is the next song on this album, and it's written by Britney Spears, Brian Keirolf, Josh Schwartz, and Cara Diaguardi. And this song is, boy, I was going to say janky. I meant to say quirky. It is very quirky. Uh, Janky is not the word. That's not the word I want to use here, but it's, it's definitely something that was not expected on this album, right? Yeah. And again, sequentially speaking, you have this girl like, I'm in the music, I'm owning my sexuality. And you go through this whole track list. I'm good by myself. I want to have a good time. This relationship isn't working out. And then you get Brave New Girl, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, the sequencing is definitely a little weird. I think they didn't want to put the two ballads together, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely suddenly she's a brave new girl. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, you know, there's After different the sides too, right? It's yeah. Like, I'm brave new girl, but also I'm so sad about it. Yeah. So maybe it's like that. It's just very, I mean, sonically even too, I was like, girls aloud, is this you? Something about it just felt oh, in, the, interesting. in the verses. I was like, oh, okay. It's yeah, just very the interesting. Talking, yeah, the talky bits. bits. And it just sounded yeah. very like groove is in the heart. Again, very UK, not American kind oh. of to me. Um, again, yeah, interesting. I, I could be wrong, but just for me, I was like, 
Oh, yeah, I could hear the girls of Cross Aloud doing this. This is my mm. fever dream. I don't know. Something about it just felt very quirky and just not belonging to this album. I agree. I think it because it's so bubbly mm. and, and happy mm. and mm-hmm. bubble, not bubble gummy, but but just like yeah, just very pink. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's it's just, but it is still more mature than some yes. of her previous stuff. So it yes. does kind of sit in a weird spot. I think between her albums, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fun though. Yes, you know, I do love the pre-chorus. I think the vocoder is used really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame there's no bridge in this one because I feel oh, like yeah. they, it, it almost feels a little lazy when you've had so many songs that have so many hooks and multiple bridges and yeah. things. Um, it would have been fun. Yeah. Um, but I think the chorus is fun. And I think she she did put up a video of her dancing to this <laughs> recently. And so that's kind of awesome. Like it, it's very sense. applicable to her now. Yeah. Makes almost sense. more so. Yeah. So I, I, I love that. But this is another one where I kind of like the idea of it more than the actual song itself. Uh, you know what? Yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying. And um, because it's after Shadow, again, after all these tracks, the lyrics do kind of play on what she talked about before. Like, you know, she's, she doesn't want, she's like, she don't want LA. She don't want New York. Like this girl doesn't want anything that she used to do before. She's not running away from anything, mm-hmm. but she's not running toward the comfort zone of just being sexy. And then even in the second verse, there's a mention of a very creepy man. She said, Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I like your jeans and your baby tea. And I was like, Oh, get away from me. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, commentary about this girl whoever she is yeah she's not running from anything she's just saying hey listen i can do better than this i want to do better than this and there's more out there for me than just she's sexy oh my god yeah and i like that but i feel like a bridge would have definitely kind of tied it all together and also would have maybe been an opportunity to introduce a more of a uh more more production that's like pretty and kind of ties back into what you're saying about it being kind of pink and kind of adding on to the brave new girl going into a brave new world kind of mm. thing. I don't know. I just feel like it needed more for sure. Uh, I can definitely hear Charlie XEX or Kim Petras redoing this or even Rena. Rena has a song called Paradising oh, yeah. that is very much like this where it's like, yeah, yeah, right. it's kind of like speed. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it's like your pop music, but on speed, hyper pop, whatever you want to call it. They could probably take something like this and just kind of flip it and give it a little bit more like of a darker undertone with their mm. vocal delivery. And then production wise, just kind of flip it, I think. That's interesting. I think you could also just take the chorus and it could easily be like a, mm. for a cartoon or something. <laughs> Not, I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah, like an opening for a cartoon. Yeah. Yes, yes, you're right. Yeah. Oh yeah, listen, Kim Possible, the Proud yeah. Family songs. Turning yes. Red. Yes. <laughs> we should talk about that movie. We could. Oh my, Let I'm, us know. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never met nobody. Come on now. But you, you. <laughs> no, they sing it so terribly. But you, like, in the, you know, the... wait, wait. Oh, so what do you rate this? This song's kind of up my alley, which is not right on this album. So I give it a seven. Okay, I'm gonna give it a six point five. Okay, not okay. bad. All right, so the last track on the album, or the standard album, yes, is "Every Time," which was written by Britney Spears and Annette Artani and produced by Guy Sigsworth. Mm-hmm. And this was released as the third single from the album. And Britney has stated that this was the first song she's ever composed completely by herself, on, mm-hmm. and she did it on the piano, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And Annette Artani, which was one of her background singers at the time, who also co-wrote the track, did state that it was written as a response to Justin Timberlake's "Crimea River." Oh. Britney has never confirmed this herself, right. but I mean. I think we all know that that is the case. And the music video was directed by the famous David LaChapelle. He's amazing. 
Yes. <laughs> and so, yeah, what a beautiful way to yeah. end the album. Yes. Um, I major props to the production on this mm-hmm. because I'm so glad it wasn't left just as a simple piano ballad. Yeah. They added some really cool effects and other instruments on it yeah. and it, so it's very haunting I got the added chills, strings yeah. also yeah. they just add such a dramatic darkness to it it gets creepy yeah there's a creepiness yeah. to it for sure and <laughs> then her delivery is perfect on mm-hmm. the recording like it's it sounds so extremely vulnerable mm-hmm. and um yeah yeah no you're what right beautiful track i agree i think yeah. this is one of those moments where it's like even though she's not like a powerhouse vocalist it doesn't mean that she doesn't have vocal uh, agility um, it's just yes. you have to find the right song that fits her voice, right? And I think because she wrote it, this was something coming from her. It was just again, Shadow was just not. I mean, she wrote that too. I know, but it wasn't yeah. like you know. I feel like this wasn't. <laughs> Other hands were in it that were a little bit very handsy. I guess I don't know. Sorry to everyone else. Yeah, the Matrix. The... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? No, we watch... like you. We like you. you can yeah. They watch our video. <laughs> we're not going on that show. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think the song is one of those those very rare tracks where it's like i don't think a lot of casual fans know about it because really? it's like i mean if i sit there and start singing every time i can't think of a few people that will go i stay away in my dreams i mean i, I think i feel pe- like i think people our age would know it our age yeah right but yeah. like i feel like people wouldn't think okay this is a britney song that has to be mm. you know considered yes, on yes, a, yes. Okay. You know, and i'm like hello she's she's giving you great falsettos mm. um and you're right i think her her vocal fry in this song was very just like you know when you're whispering to someone yeah she's, she's very broken inside yeah oh see that's the word yeah. yeah very intimate um the song always gets me really sad though and yeah. back to what you were saying about like the production and how the 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 strings get very intense it's very foreboding mm. um even with the video oh it is woo. I remember watching this and not really understanding, but just understanding that she did die yes. or she did pass away. Excuse me. And I was like, Oh my God, no, yeah, she gets reincarnated. Yes. Yeah. That Although was I think they, I think she was supposed to have stayed actually dead, but then yeah, I think they, they added the her waking up at the end to keep it a little more light. Cause yeah, I remember yeah. watching this as I guess a 13 year old at the time. Mm. And I remember not, I remember thinking like, Whoa. like I didn't yeah. fully, you know, really understand it either. It either. Yeah. And so, yeah, definitely. But watching it back, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. It's a literal mm-hmm. movie. Um, I think it's so beautifully done. And I like that it wasn't a direct reflection of what she went through with oh, Justin. Yeah, um, yeah. Because he, you know, she took the high road there mm-hmm. um, after what he did. Right. Um, and yeah, and, and I love I don't know. It's kind of sad. It's like the paparazzi kind of killed her. Yes, really. exactly. Which is and, interesting because still, even at that point, people were just like yeah. outraged that she was, she, she, she'd self-deleted in the video. Yeah. Okay. You're missing the point there. There's a relationship here that is full of tumult mm-hmm. and is being publicized. And even if it was good, there's tension between these two people. And it's to the point where she feels like she doesn't feel safe. So she goes into a bathroom. I mean, now yeah. we have Whitney, rest her soul. You know what I'm saying? We have all these yeah. situations that are coming up now and people are like still not getting it, which is really interesting because now we have mm. social media, right? We're the new paparazzi. But um, but yeah, this the song and the video is very poignant. And I remember when I was younger, Ashanti actually has a video from Rain On Me and it's about domestic abuse mostly. But the video is very similar. There's a tub, there's paparazzi, yeah. there's just great cinematography and it gets the point across really well 
Um, this song is definitely one of those songs that I wish I had choreographed to when I was teaching dance and whatnot. Oh, like yeah. something contemporary. Oh, yeah. 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 Like I see this on the So You Think You Can Dance, like, you know, throw oh, like, catch yeah. me. You know? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> this is this is a this is a good song. And I feel like maybe I'm wrong. I said I just feel like a lot of super casual people don't really kind of think mm. of every time is the song. Oh, interesting. You know? Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Kelly Clarkson because mm. when she covered the song, she got a harpist. And her version obviously is is very vocally powerful and it's a very different way of singing it, but yeah. it's also just as emotive. So if you haven't heard Kelly Clarkson's cover of it, definitely go check it out. Mm. Um, and before we rate it, I just also just want to say mm. The Bridge oh. is one of my favorite bridges in the entirety of yeah. Britney's discography. <laughs> it's so, it's like, it's lyrically the most kind of direct mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. dramatic mm-hmm. and Oh, I don't know. It's just such an example of a, of a perfect bridge. It is. And the ending. Yeah. And this song's my yes. sorry. Oh, my God. Yes. Y'all didn't see me. If, if yeah, she went listening. to the floor. Yeah. This, um, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, so what do you rate every time? <laughs> 10 out of 10 every Hell time. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 every time for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So we finished the standard album. Yeah. So we're now going to do our cut or keep section. So if you had to cut a song on the album, what would you do? I would probably cut the hookup. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> okay. We need to rewatch the Onyx Hotel performance <laughs> after this because that's... <laughs> okay. I'm definitely doing outrageous because no one needs to be giving Mr. R. Kelly any more money. So oh, don't yeah. stream it. Yeah. And cut the shadow too. Just out of extra bonus. Oh, actually. Oh, maybe that one. No. <laughs> Outrageous. Outrageous. Yeah. I just like that. You let me explain my five reasons. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, get out of my house. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, slander Britney. <laughs> um, yeah. I just feel like it's a part two of I got that boom, boom. But instead of being like in, you know, the deep south, now we're just in Jamaica popping, boom, boom, popping, popping biscuits. Um, oh, the face that no. I'm Comment if you disagree as well. You know, people usually disagree. Like, oh, yeah, Chris. <laughs> Really has the thing. I'm like, okay, fine. No, the K-poppers don't love me. I think I think maybe that's where our line is. Um, anyway, um, okay. If we had to only keep one track on the album, which is tough. Yeah, that's tough. Oh my gosh, I don't know what I would keep. Okay, this is tough because I'm gonna try not to pick a single, even though I love all the singles. So if I had to pick an album track to represent the whole album, (gasps) okay, I think I'm gonna pick Showdown. I love it. Oh. I really do love it. I listen to it quite a lot still. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. 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 Yeah. okay. Um, How about you? Shoot. Excluding any of the singles. Yeah. Can we get it out? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. I would have. Yeah. That's. The, yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. I think if she ever performs again, that needs to just be a staple in her, mm-hmm. in her discography. Mm-hmm. But even in Vegas, when you know she wasn't fully committed, she would fully commit to that song. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this song, this album is almost 20 years old. So yeah. what do you think of the album listening back to it? Oh my God, so good. Literally, she kind of inspired me. Like when I, when I, <laughs> uh, I kind of want to just like uh, change up the way I approach writing. I know that sounds so weird and like very vapid, but um, I do songwrite for those who are new to us. I'm a singer. I'm a pop. A singer. A singer, you know? Um, but yeah, no, I was listening to it and I just thought it was so interesting because you have A choruses, you have B choruses and a lot of these songs. And it's like, 
I think music has become so simple now that we just expect, oh, this is too much. No, 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 no. You're, you're basically calling the listener stupid. They can handle it, but will you write the songs? And these people decided to write such a solid album. Yeah, there's some hitters, there's some misses here, but you know, nothing so bad where I'm like, yo, Chris, we can't do this. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was definitely happy to listen to this album again. I played yeah. so many tracks over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This has to be one of the best albums of that era. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. uh, like yeah. uh, in pop, at least like yeah. it's, it's really, really solid. Again, we talked about the sequencing before, but you could tell the thought that went into it mm-hmm. and, and how every song kind of connects a little bit. There really yes. is an overlying theme to it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of love was put into every single track on it. Yeah. So yeah, just a brilliant, brilliant album. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to give it a full rating, oh goodness, what would you do? Okay. So I would give it, oh Jesus, I'll both say either this or that. There's no either this or that. Um, final rating would be 8.5. Okay, I'm giving it a nine. I'm giving it a nine. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine. Even though, <laughs> even though there's a couple, you know, blips in there, mm-hmm. I think it, yeah, the, as a project, it's it's amazing. For sure. So. I mean, what do you all think about this album? Wait, is there like a Britney Spears stand name or is it just Britney Spears fan? The Spirituals. I got you, Britney. If you need me for marketing, call me. Um, <laughs> so, I'm sure there is, but I'm there not. is. Okay, the, um, the oopses. The, the oopsies <laughs> let us know what you all think about this album and let us know in the comments below okay and make sure make sure make sure you show Brittany lots of lots of love and tell us your favorite song on this album let us know your ranking and let me know if i was absolutely crazy about the whole you know getting rid of the hookup because i think it's gotta go reach out to us on all social media at CCTV pops on earth thing, okay? And you can also join us on Patreon like our Patreons Lily and Lisette at CCTV pops as well because we would love to get to know you and you can help us decide our next episode topics. Please give us a like, subscribe to our channel and hit that notification bell. And for our listeners, give us a rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. Until next time, that's Chris. That's Shan. And we are CCTV no. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> oh, yeah.